welcome back to the Game of Time podcast. Uh, we've we've done it twice now in a row. This is the third one. I'm I'm impressed. I think you should be as well. Uh, this week I'm joined by Harrison. Say hello. Hello. And by Mike. Say hello. Hello. I nearly called you Gav. Then I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't call me Gav. I'm not Scottish. I'm angry. <laughs> I mean I'm angry. But I'm not <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> you guys had a good week. Yes, been all right, mate. Oh, good. Lots of work, lots of work, lots of games. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I'm about the point in my life now where I get my day off. I'm like, right, I'm going to be productive. And then I wake up and I'm like, I actually have nothing to do. <laughs> Fuck it, let's go on the Xbox. Yeah, it sounds so right. I sit on the Xbox for 12 hours and go to bed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good gaming week, actually. That is good. Yeah, some good stuff. What about you, Harrison? You good? Yeah, it's been a good week for me. My parents are out in uh, Prague, actually, so I've just had the house to myself, just gaming and chilling out, so it's been good. I remember those days. <laughs> parents were away. Now, trust me, when you get a house on your own, it's kind of like, well, I've always got the house to myself, and then you're bored, because there's no one to talk to. Yeah. You just wander around naked all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bonus. So, yeah. <laughs> just in your slipper socks when it's cold. Oh, well. yeah, it's cold. Put your, uh, your your underwear in the oven for a bit, nice and toasty. <laughs> yeah. Make them toasty. My- microwave <laughs> yeah. boxes. Yeah, it's nice. It's really good. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, we way should... to start the podcast on such a low note. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some games. Anyone listening, it can only go up from here. <laughs> Let's talk about some games. Um, Harrison, you've been playing the new uh, Total War expansion thing for the Warhammer one. Yeah, Fill I mean. Me in. Total Wars sort of had a lot of uh, free expansions. Uh, it's had the Woozering uh, expansion, which is literally like a dancing orc, um, and he's a shaman, so he has quite a lot of magical abilities, and he starts off in quite a good area of the map where it's sort of, if you're a new beginner or you're an, you're a new player, it's sort of, there's not a lot of enemies in that area. Um, yeah. You also get Vlad von Karstein, who's like a melee sort of powerhouse, sort of like Manfred, but... Uh, has more spells and is just really hard hitting. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there just for a second. Can you just explain Total War Warhammer to people who have no idea? So yeah, just just whilst I'm here, it's uh, so it's Total War but Warhammer. Yeah, it's a bit. So it's it's like Rome except instead of focusing on history, they're focusing on little models. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I I still think they should have called it Total Warhammer, but. Uh, yeah, how, how have they not done that? Actually, there was there was a game uh, in last gen, wasn't there? That had that was like had a name like that. That was had like war in it twice or something. Oh, it was like yeah, a... it's like they've sat down in the PR room though, and they've just gone, "What should we call it?" And like, one guy's like, "Total Warhammer." And we're like, oh, <laughs> "No, what are you on about? It's Total War, Warhammer." Yeah, just doesn't. And then everyone agrees. Just that, that, poor, well. ge- that poor PR genius in the corner goes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> derailing you, Harrison. Tell us what it is. I've played Total War games, but I've not played the Warhammer one slash know nothing about Warhammer. So fill me in. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of like imagine uh, like Civilization Six, where you sort of have the religions and you have like the different army units, where you can, can uh, group together with a friend and you actually try and conquer like uh, different areas. So in this one, what I think is unique about it is you have these sort of legendary lords which are these buffed uh, leader type units that act as sort of your generals uh, also like uh, civilization six you basically go around and just fight wars with everybody um, there's different factions to choose from so you can be like a blood-sucking vampire or you can be sort of an empire sort of general um, you can be like an orc um, so there's a lot of different variations variations on that and oh. the good thing is they're also adding a lot of like free DLC, like I said, as well as paid DLC, which I think is always a good like policy to keep the game uh, lifespan like a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it is good to have free. D- don't see enough free DLC. Um, I played a game. No, I can only think of one other game I know that's all free DLC. That's it. Uh, I played Fear the Awakening uh, earlier this year, and that has all free DLC, and it's very good. It's like a sort of story-driven 4X game, so it's a bit. Civilization in a bit kind of like choose your own adventure at times. It's interesting. Oh, cool. It's a nice little little game. Yeah, I, that's about all I have to say on it, really. Um, go back so to what you were saying. Does... <laughs> yeah, so quick question. Where does it uh, rank? Obviously, I'm assuming you're a Total War game fan anyway. Yeah. Um, obviously, besides the Warhammer kind of skin difference, what's uh, is there any main differences in the game compared to others, or does it pretty much play the same? 
I mean, there's certainly elements that are the same, uh, like with the religion system is sort of similar to the diplomacy system with other types like in that genre. But uh, what I think is unique about it is if like you're a fan of Warhammer in general, it brings those favorite units you appreciated in the tabletop uh, to like a realistic setting. So you'll have like, you know, massive orc armies versing against each other. Or I think what's also good about it is you have like, different tactics you can use so you know similar to total war you might want to go in with you know your cavalry to try and get them from the flank while you also uh, launch arrows from the front so you have different units that can sort of do different functions um, and they play differently as well the different uh, factions always good when stuff like that plays differently yeah I mean, I heard many games where there's summer and no matter what character or kind of I don't know like artillery unit you pick or something they all play the same Kind of like Command and Conquer. Yeah, it's like sense, have uh, that sort the of... Range ha- range has no effect. They have the range things, but all the damage is all the same as it was if it was a machine gun. Mm, it's that sort of asynchronous, isn't it, gameplay? So Yeah, yeah. All doing different things, which is cool. I have a question. Is Where does it rank in sort of the order of Total War games? Basically, is it as good as Shogun 2? Yeah, I think... Um... I, d- I didn't play a lot of Shogun 2, to be fair. Um, I played a, like a bit of a demo of it, but I didn't really get into a lot of depth with it. I think Total War at the moment, I've got 25 hours, 26 hours on it at the moment. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, it's definitely got... Uh, it's definitely up there in the Total Wars. I still think from reviews and from what I've read, Shogun would probably be superior, like, due to the mechanics. Uh, yeah, but I think... No, um... yeah. There's no naval combat, is there, in this one that should have taken out? I've already imagined that. No, you're right. There's no yeah. there's no naval combat, which is which is a bit disappointing. Yeah. Well, sort of. I've never really got on with the naval combat. I always find it a bit chunky and a bit shit compared to the rest of it. So I kind of prefer that because I'm always like, oh, I've got to make a fleet, and it's I hate doing the RTS battles with the fleet, and then I do them on auto, and everything dies, and just. It's a nightmare, I find that the... Oh, that famous everything on auto, auto just means give up. Yeah, it's like, I was like, it looks like you're going to win, like, 80% in favour, and then it's like, decisive defeat, and you're like, how? Sim 5 <laughs> was a lot like that. <laughs> like, certain things on Sim, you're just like, oh, I can't be asked for a couple of turns, I'll just let it do its own thing. And then you look up, and all of a sudden, you've lost every single city you've ever had. <laughs> and they've demolished it in about three turns. Yeah, it's just like, oh, what did you do, AI? <laughs> How are you so bad at the game? <laughs> um, I hear that the sieges are really good, though, in uh, Warhammer. Because they're, they're always used to be kind of a bit basic. You used to have like a, a similar sort of like citadel that you defend, and they'd always sort of play out in a similar way. In Warhammer, from the, the bits that I've seen, you kind of you properly go into like a city and you go through streets and stuff. Looks interesting. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, I mean, sieges, they sort of work similar to other sort of siege-based systems, but there's a bit of uniqueness to it as well. Um, sort of like you said, basically you're sort of uh, uh, in siege a city and then you'll set up sort of siege towers. So if you're tactical, what you can do, when I was uh, playing the Battle of Prague actually the other day, um, I set my hell cannon up at range and just bombarded them with these massive waves of fire until all their walls were sort of destroyed, and then yeah. sent in the um, the siege towers to uh, breach their arch archer units on the wall, mm-hmm. and then obviously to capture the city, you can either just destroy everything, or uh, in the centre of the city, usually through all these uh, streets, there'll be like a square area where if you get the majority of units in it, you sort of capture the city sort of like a capital within the city itself. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, because I think it's um, it's one of the hardest things for them to kind of replicate. And I always thought, well, from the bits that I'd seen, like videos and stuff, it kind of reminds me more of like that, like the, the scenes in like the Lord of the Rings where like they're attacking Helm's Deep, that sort of like grandiose scale, whereas in previous ones it's not kind of felt quite as epic is like a proper clash between two armies yeah i, I mean that's just my yeah i mean i th- i agree with you um i think this one definitely brings in this epicness and the scale that maybe was missing with the other ones i mean when i was having the battle against prague it was like halfway through i wasn't quite sure that i was actually able to capture it because half my forces had been depleted on the siege so yeah. it was sort of like that last stand 
can we actually do it sort of thing. Cool. Uh, speaking of Helm's Deep, what was that Lord of the Rings game that was very similar? The RTS one. Does anyone know of it? Was it? I'm not sure if it was RTS, or it was just kind of like, it was similar in the sense of building your armies and stuff like that. There was an RTS one, was it? Like Something of Middle Earth, it was called. Yeah, ba- Battle of Middle-Earth, yeah, maybe, or something, I think, rings a bell. Yeah. I just, those sort of games, when the turn-based thing kind of bores me after a while, because they really like Civ I've really got into. Mm. And the Lord of the Rings one, it was cool, because massive lover of the films, I could just sit there and build as many armies as physically possible, and then just charge at every single thing possible. <laughs> and then start all over again. It's just kind of, that's my part of the fun in those games. It's kind of like the fighting bit. Yeah, I think that's why I like the... Whole, uh, the Total War games so much is just because they have both bits. Like sometimes instead, I get a bit bored of just like the turn-based stuff, where it's just like, oh, yeah, I just want to like turn-based something to just happen. Especially if you're playing a big game and there's so much. Yeah, and then in, in that, I'm like, oh, I could just do a fight, and like, I'm probably gonna win it anyway, even if I just do it on auto, quite decisively. But it's just a bit of extra, like hone your tactics a bit and like just see how it goes. So it's just a bit more interesting. I'm surprised there's not yeah, more. Makes the, game, makes the game a little more fun. It does. I'm just surprised there's not more like similar games to come out because we've had like Civ, like clones is a bad word, but like Civ styled games. But we've not had many sort of Total War style games. I can only think of one, which was uh, the King Arthur ones, uh, which I didn't I really get on with very well. But I can't think of any other ones that are in that same sort of like you have like an overworld map and then you do RTS battles in the middle. Unless you guys can. Uh, XCOM that's 2, maybe? Similar? But that's still turn-based. All of it's turn-based. Yeah, yeah it's in like the, the, the world map sort of thing, though. Is it yeah, like yeah. you go from, you know, like place to place is, is similar. Yeah, yeah. I meant specifically like the like a turn-based overworld. Like a turn-based strategic lair. And then like the... There's got to be loads of strat games, though. Must be. We just something. probably haven't played them. Yeah, True. probably. <laughs> Ones that are just fully strat rather than... George knows some some people who play strategy games. I'll have to see if he can get me in the know. Hey, it should be on next week, shouldn't it? Yeah, or I can just pester him until he tells me. <laughs> just tell me all of them. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, right. So, <laughs> anything else from Total Wars? Uh, that the new expansion. What what did they actually do? Because we kind of got off track. What does it add? It adds some more legendary heroes. Did you say that you can recruit? Yeah, it adds some um, so new legendary hero heroes. So you have uh, obviously Vlad von Karstein and Wizarding is free, and then mm-hmm. the Grim in the Grave. You have uh, Herman Gost, who is really good. Uh, if you know when you face an army and they survive, like somehow they have like a few units left. Oh yeah, you ha- and you have to run them down. Yeah. Well, um, what Herman Gost does is he gets I think it's like forty plus forty percent replenishment each turn. So you can just literally go in, just kill all the retreating armies. So, I oh, mean, right. I like that about him. He's a really good character to use for that. Yeah, I think that's a really nice thing about that one, is that it has those sort of, like, those legendary heroes that... Because the generals are always a bit fragile in every other Total War game. Like, you try and keep them out of the combat as much as possible. You maybe run them in to do, like, a, a rally or an inspire and then just get the hell out of there again before they just die. It's quite nice that you have, like, these... Like super powered characters that can go in and just like decimate things. Because I've seen the one that's like goes in on like a dragon or something. There's one that goes in on like griffin. So they look very cool. Yeah, I think that's um, ah, oh, what's his name? Yeah, he's the empire guy that has a um, massive griffin that can just land in and just like literally wipe out. I think like a whole group of spearmen or, sword- or swordsmen like at a time. So he's really yeah, powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a whole magic I think system. anyone flying in in a griffin is going to be super cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it could be like Milli Vanilli, and I still think it looks sick. Because <laughs> the whole magic system as well, isn't there, actually, in this one? Yeah, so the magic system, each um, race sort of has its own different magic tree as well. Like, it's sort of unique in that way. So you'll have orcs, which will have, like, basically this giant uh, ghostly foot that can come down and crash... Um, crush people uh you have the yeah. vampires you can like control death magic uh heal units resurrect and then obviously you have the um other types of magic like metal and stuff like that which deplete enemies over time so they all have like different effects so you know they're not like repace of different things they're all unique in their own way which is really cool as well that's cool interesting 
I, I keep meaning to like pick it up. I think I'm gonna keep an eye on it on like Steam sales and stuff because I'm a big fan of Total War games and I'm, oh, I don't it's actually Black Friday soon. What? Well, sorry, mate. Black Friday soon. You'll get all your sales. Oh then. yes, I forget that that's like a thing now. <laughs> that's a good point. Especially uh, on Steam, they're gonna go mental. I think. Yeah, that's kind of a weird thing. It's like a made-up American holiday that's invaded the rest of the world. I'm kind of glad it's made its way here because it's not often America gets something really cool and then we get it as well. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's a little bit like. <laughs> I always see people on like somewhere, somewhere friends or something going, I've just bought a, a new TV. It only cost me like 300 quid. And I'm just like, yeah, but you've, you only bought a new one a couple of years ago. <laughs> you, you wouldn't have spent the 300 quid if you didn't think you were getting a deal. <laughs> You've not won in this in this equation. You've yeah, been conned out of three hundred quid. Isn't that impressive anymore? No, or something like that. <laughs> you always see it. You always like, but you've just been tricked. <laughs> you've not. Yeah, got... it was a, it was actually like two hundred and fifty a month ago. <laughs> yeah, they up the price just so they can reduce it again. <laughs> Pretty much. Because that's how they do it, isn't it? It yeah. is. Yeah, there was a study. So it's got to be like over here, especially. It's got to be. At the previous price for 28 days before you can call it a sale. Yeah. So you'll notice one telly will be say 400 pounds one month, and then the next month it'll be 350, and then before Black Friday they put it back up to 400, so then you can get it back at the price it was two months ago. Yeah. Well, I went to Morrison's the other day, and Morrison's had Daz Black Friday deal. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> getting Black- your getting your washing stuff. Is it the washing powder. <laughs> yeah, the washing powder. On Black Friday deals. To be fair, it's one of those things that's stupidly expensive. Surreal is that. So that's where I'm going Black Friday then. <laughs> to the supermarket. Yeah, go to the supermarket. As much washing up powder as I possibly can. It's like, what's going on here? This is like the weirdest thing. <laughs> Big letters. Get your dad's Black Friday deal. I'm looking forward to Black Friday because uh, I haven't done any Christmas shopping yet. Yeah, that's good. That's the only so real. There's going to be certain objects which I can't say out loud, just in case the missus listens to the podcast. <laughs> that, I'll, uh, that, I, that I'm going to be getting on Amazon when a deal hits. Yeah, no, always. Because they do their kind of hourly flash sales, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. They're worth. So you need to find on. out the time for what it is, and then yeah. make sure we buy it um, through the Game of Time affiliate link. <laughs> yes. So a certain, a certain amount gets put back into the website. That would be lovely. I've sent that to like everyone yeah, I know. And Panadol's <laughs> spending about eight hundred quid. So if we get what five percent of that, yeah, get between like three and ten, I think, so depending on what it is. That'd be nice. So that'd be good. Uh, segueing slightly from RTSs, I've been playing City Skylines again recently, um, which is like SimCity, basically is the best way of describing it. Better. Yeah, I think it. Well, I didn't play the new SimCity, and I haven't played one for ages. But I, I've, I've been really enjoying City Skylines anyway. It's just like a really. Yeah, I like. I've got City Skylines Excel as well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really it relaxing. A few weeks ago. Yeah, it's one of those games you can kind of. I mean, at the start of it, to get it started up and running, it's kind of, kind of like The Sims, and it's like, oh, it's such a mission to get all this done. Mm. But once you've kind of got your basics of your city done, you can kind of just click in and play for a bit. Yeah, yeah. You've just got your like get some roads in and. Get all the districts And everyone done. loves a good builder. Yeah. And some mods where you can get some tunnels. Sure. Yeah. Love a tunnel. It's <laughs> just really nice. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm, this is what I did today. This is my, 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 my morning slash afternoon sort of time. <laughs> I uh, I made a city. I called it Nevi Nevi Land because <laughs> I find myself hilarious. Um, That's fantastic. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was all going fine. We had like good expansion. I'd We'd gone to the other side of the little island thing across the river. We had a nice industrial zone. We had all the commercial districts and all the uh, all the living places all separated off and all working nicely. Green energy, renewable things. It's all like blissful. And then I realised that some people are getting quite sick. <laughs> so I built a couple of hospitals. <laughs> a couple. Um, but the problem was I didn't have the cash flow to build enough hospitals <laughs> quick enough. Um... So what started to happen was, was people started to get sick. Uh, and as more people got sick, less people could go to work in the shops and the industrial zones. So they all started to close down. Yeah, they all started to close down. And with those closing down, I started to get minus money and further away from being able to open more hospitals. Um, 
it 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 just got worse from there. So I had a I had a cemetery, and the cemetery got full, <laughs> and I didn't have anywhere I could take dead bodies to. So, so you burnt them. Having well, I just had this monument square where dead bot people just didn't go there to die. <laughs> it was just like in the past, like in the past week, seven dead bodies, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" It was all fine, and until suddenly, I just didn't have. I just had, I had like a, an illness just streak across my nice city. <laughs> Um, I feel like that's the perfect time for them to put in the zombies mod. Yeah, it is. It's well, the exact I... scenario in which you can go, oh, wait, this looks like the start of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Not enough cemeteries, people dying in the square. Yeah. Well, it started off small, and I was like, oh, I've probably got enough like, to wait until like, I get the next influx of cash when I've got enough population. So I tried to get more people in, thinking that'll solve it. I'll just get loads of people just... in, and I'll get some money. I'll build some more stuff. That was a bad plan. All that happened was new people came in, and they came immediately sick, sick. <laughs> immediately sick, and then oh, there was nowhere for them to go. Um, so the, what happened was we had dead bodies in the park, we had dead bodies in the houses, we had the cemetery was full. So I took out a loan, which was <laughs> like I needed to take out a loan to try and deal with this. Um, the problem was even after doing that, because I had so many built up, I, it just wasn't going anywhere. So we had we had roads that just had were just jam packed with ambulances. <laughs> I couldn't get past into these buildings, and um, it was it was awful. We had like build ups of cars. We had we had the fire station having to go and deal with stuff. And then I had a stroke of I'm not going to call it genius because it wasn't. But at the time, I thought, ah, oh, this will work. I had lots of dead bodies, and they were making the people next to them ill. So I'm not proud of what I did, but I demolished the buildings. <laughs> so that, and there were still just people in there. the city down around them. Yeah, so <laughs> I just, just demolished the buildings. But it, it went from there to me going, I could just demolish the buildings with all the sick people in as well. <laughs> Mass murder it. Yeah, so after I'd done that, I realized that my city was massive. And had about two hundred people living in it when originally it had nearly ten thousand. <laughs> you killed nine thousand. Um, so it was just hemorrhaging money. And after I'd done it, I was like, "Oh my god, I've just killed like nine thousand people to try and that could be solve the single biggest act of te- terrorism this world's ever seen." <laughs> yeah, I just, I, was like, I tried to solve the the healthcare problem. <laughs> By killing everybody well, and just and co- collateral damage, <laughs> and then just cementing over damage. them. The NHS is hard, man. The right arms sticking out of the paths and roads. Yeah, the NHS is. Oh, we don't need to put any bushes down there. We've got a few arms. <laughs> yeah, arms can just decorate the pavement. So then, yeah, and then they they, they foreclosed my city because I was in <laughs> minus hundred grand, and yeah. That was my time. Oh, speaking of cities, sorry, this is a completely <laughs> off tangent. That's fine. But did you see that they put a giant dome around a city in Chernobyl? No. no? I hadn't. Uh, so, imagine Simpsons movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. But in real life. What? Gosh, is that because of I think, the I think radiation place in Chernobyl out. that is so, so like, dangerous to even walk in. Yeah, they yeah. They just put a big steel dome around it. That sounds Fair like enough. a great plan. It's like... How can we fix this radiation? Ah, oh, let's just put over a dome. You know, you know this, this sounds a lot like Nevi's plan with the uh, hospitals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I choose number three. <laughs> I, well, in my defence, as a mass murderer, you, you I no tried defense. to help. <laughs> yeah, I can't help but think if there was a steel dome option, you might have been alright. Yeah. Just construct a steel dome. Oh gosh, it's just startling how quickly you can go from happy mayor to. <laughs> To genocide, <laughs> and everyone wonders why the world's going to shit. Yeah, I I don't want to be a president, or a prime minister, yeah. or in charge of anything. Sometimes we go like Thank that. God, I'm not in power. Yeah, it's just like, oh my god, I very quickly became went from like green energy and it all being happy time, and everyone's like just expanding and it all being good, to just death and destruction and <laughs> chaos. <laughs> What have I become? <laughs> you know, you should, yeah, have that, put that... A, you should have put a nuclear reactor in there, Nevi. See what would have happened. I, yeah, I could have done, but I was trying to... I, my, 
had my wind turbines <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go all green. It's going to be fine. Is that a point where you just maze around the wind turbines so they take all the nuclear wind out in a certain direction? So we'll just to avoid that kid's school. Put a fan there. Oh, not the hospital. Another fan there. And just slowly funnel the, the nuclear waste out. Oh, yeah, so it was, it was horrible. Felt Sounds like a like, terrible thank person. God, thank God you're not in power, Nevi. <laughs> yep. I'll, Vote I'll Nevi. <laughs> Vote Nevi, 2017. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, you'd still probably do a lot better than the US is going to have to deal with. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got basically just between... did exactly what Donald Trump's going to do. Oh, God, I know. Oh, I haven't got enough money to build a hospital. Oh, I just won't build the hospital. <laughs> just won't build <laughs> no, 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 he'll build a wall. That'll definitely make things better. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should have done. Should build a wall. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, I've learnt my day. lesson. Hospitals are like, important. <laughs> Hospitals are important. <laughs> yeah. Because it got to a point where my capacity for healing people was a tenth <laughs> of my population <laughs> size. So what it, come to our city where one in ten people <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. At one point, it, says, cause it tells you the uh, average... Uh, <laughs> age of death was about <laughs> 45 oh shit <laughs> that's not bad that's terrible expect it to be about five though <laughs> in that scenario true it would, uh, kid, kids to... in the elderly get sick first and if you're not making it to elderly you're just like, probably not going to make it out of infancy either <laughs> no anyway let's talk about something less morbid <laughs> tell me about um, the playstation 4 pro please <laughs> <laughs> okay so for anyone who's been living under a rock like Nebby. Yeah, please. The PlayStation 4 Pro is the new PlayStation, similar to the Xbox One S, I guess. It's a, a nice, well, apparently nicer looking version. It has higher specs, pretty much just so you can play 4K games on your non existent 4K television. Yeah. And they're all upscaled so, as yeah, well, so aren't they? Done, they've upgraded the, yeah, upgraded the specs. There's a big list of games, fairly decent games as well, that have all been, uh, re- well, not remastered, uh, upscaled. Well, I don't think it's upscaling. I uh, thought it's just upscaling would mean it's already at 1080 and they're making it look like it. Yeah. Um, but so they're actually playable in 4K at this fantastic graphic level. Um, so- and everyone's kind of rushing to it. And I see it on all the forums, though. No one really knows how resolution works. So you've got all these kids got my ps4 pro my games look better than yours what's your telly mate oh it's a 1080p sharp uh lcd i was like yeah your games aren't gonna look any better yeah your tv needs to have the resolution to be able to do the output you know yeah it's hilarious to see all those comparison things and i'm just like i'm just still watching them both on the same yeah so it's, it's really hard to tell the difference and so look gta 5 on pc versus gta 5 on pc it's, uh, yeah, I just uh, the, for the very minor differences to buy an entirely new console on a new TV. I mean, I'm sure. Um, I bet another part of it is you can't actually see the difference because well, we also don't have 4K monitors. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So you might see a slight difference on your. I think if you did have a 4K monitor, um, maybe I mean, I'll take a look later on mine because I do have a 4K monitor. Oh, look at you! Um, I, mine's yeah, I, uh, not. <laughs> got in a sale last year, and I, I've just been using. Well, my mate was using it as a telly for a while, so I just haven't used it. Um, Fair he's enough. gone now, so I'm gonna. Have, well, when I set up this week, I'll, I'll try and have a look. Is it? But I've got a feeling that if you've got a better monitor, well, that's how it works, isn't it? If your monitor can show it, yeah, you'll yeah, probably notice the differences a lot more. Probably, yeah, because it might just look slightly clearer to you guys. Yeah, whereas on I a just 4K don't monitor, think you I should actually see the difference. Actually, care though, I'm like. Well, that's the thing. Do, do you care? I don't. I really. I, I, I was gagging for the Xbox One S because it's. I mean, it's the same kind of thing, but it's not. I don't want it for the. The better looks. I want it for the faster processor. Yeah. Because there's certain it's... games I play, which uh, sort of zombies, for example, they can only spawn in a certain amount of zombies. Yeah. And once they've all spawned in, sometimes you get a bit of gameplay lag. Right. Okay. The textures don't load up as fast if you run to an area because the game's already so the processor's running at max. Mm. So the faster processor should eliminate a lot of that. Um, and I think the PS4 enough. Pro processor is, I think they said, over two and a half times more powerful. Right, which theoretically would eliminate any of those kind of like texture loads, and maybe your draw distance might be a little better because it can load up. Although considering the considering the PS4 was only like released a couple of months ago, though, I mean, not a lot of people are going to have the money though to sort of buy a new four hundred dollar console though just for that slight like performance edge. But 
Yeah, not just that either. It's uh, they're kind of a stepping stone console these, aren't they? Uh, the Xbox One was an Xbox One Slim. It was designed to be smaller. And yes, it'll be better because natural progression of technology mm. means they can fit better stuff in it. But their whole point was it's just a better, nicer looking console. Whereas the PS4 slightly seems to be focusing a lot more on a, like tech stuff. And I think it's kind of pointless when we know for a fact both companies have got these super consoles in development. Yeah, it seems like a, just a, a weird stepping point between... Yeah, so it's like mid-ground. They need, to, they need to get some more money in. It's kind of like the Xbox knew they needed to do something, so they've done something. And then PS4's kind of gone, oh, shit. Yeah, we should it, probably do something as well because we're going to lose out some money, mm. and it's just all—it's all related around money, isn't it? Yep. And then next year, I think the Xbox One, whatever they're calling it, Scorpio or whatever it's going to be called, mm. probably the Xbox Two, knowing them because their PR department's shite. <laughs> they do the yeah. most oh, ridiculous can we get the Xbox Minus One. <laughs> it's better, but you wouldn't know. And, I'm waiting but, for yeah, like so super terrible Xbox or something. I like. Mega yeah, I'm, transforming. I'm, I'm gonna wait till then to upgrade. I was gonna get the slim because I want a nicer looking one. I probably just get a switch to be fun. honest. If I had money lying around to buy the same console again, I'd just wait and get this Nintendo Switch instead. Because I'm like, yeah. It, see, the Switch is interesting. I find because it's, was it? It's kind of, it's what Nintendo should have done when the Wii U came out. It's the like progression from that. I think if you yeah, and they're finally because there was a point where you'd go out. Remember, it'd be GameCube, PS2, and then the Xbox, I, I, I guess. But you'd have you'd have three consoles where you could buy the same game. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, and then eventually Nintendo kind of tailed off, and now it's Xbox, PS4. And mm. it's, it'd be nice to see Nintendo come back into it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, and I, so I, I mean, really like the design. It's obviously superior for certain games anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, kind of why they, they do so well. It's just they have the edge on, like, first-party releases, like... The iconic yeah, names. But, uh, I mean, it'd be nice to see now they've got all the third-party developers in, mm. and like we saw things like what Skyrim's going to be on there. And, yeah, I mean, with the Skyrim remastered coming out and all the other consoles, no one's going to buy Skyrim on the Switch. But it's nice to know that it's there and it's possible. Uh, some people probably still would. I mean, some people would. Some people who might only have that and don't, not have a, a well, I call it a AAA console. Yeah, might uh, might decide to go that way. But well, it's just quite because it, you can the, carry it around with you. It's probably the the, the attraction yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, being able to. Because that, that does, it did look pretty cool. It, yeah, I know it did. It did. My only, my problem is it'll be until we get hands on and how flimsy it's gonna feel. Is it mm. gonna feel like I don't know? Clicky handles. Is it gonna be a nice? I've never janky kind of clicking yeah. really awkwardly. Or Maybe it's gonna be smooth and feel like a proper controller. I've... My problem with the Wii U controller <laughs> was that it was light as a feather. Yeah, controller wasn't. I, I don't want good. that from a game controller. You know, I want it, you need to know like you got something in your hand. Yeah, the um. PS3 controllers are a bit like that, like super light, yeah, exactly. and you're like, What's unless going you got on? the DualShock 3 with all the extra fucking vibrators in. Yeah, yeah, I tried it because they were like. But I've got like, I've got the Xbox One Elite controller, <clears> and I reckon it's what, five times heavier than my regular one. Yeah, they're well heavy though. Yeah, I mean, you, you know you've got some in your hand, like, and it's made of aluminium most of it instead mm. of kind of plastic. Well, the, with the um, it just feels like you're holding something. When they did the new 3DS though, that's like really nice. I've got yeah. a new 3DS. It's really looking. nicely made, and it's not really. It's really good to hold and stuff. And I, it, it, it looks similarly styled as the Switch, so I'm I'm imagining it to like have that same sort of feel as the, yeah, the new 3DS. Yeah, there's going to be a function there, isn't there? Where oh, yeah, you I can integrate the so. two because it's Nintendo. Yeah, it'd be nice to sure, like actually feel like I want to buy a Nintendo console again. Yeah, like, see, I kind of wanted to buy a Wii U, but it was only because Pokken came out. It was I so... Pokken, yeah, I could never justify it for, like, and just... And I never... Well, I, my ex had the uh, had the Wii, and we got Pokken when it came out, and I played it for a bit, and I was like, oh, alright, that's not as cool as I thought it was. Yeah. Because it has that whole <laughs> Nintendo eSports feel about it. Yeah. You know, like, um, well, I can't remember the name, because I'm not a Nintendo player. Well, it's Super Smash Bros, isn't it? Yeah. It had that kind of feel about it, and I thought, had it not had that stupid speed... And it's just slowed it down slightly. It might have been a bit more enjoyable and a lot less button bashing. Mm. And I like to hone my craft. I didn't feel I could do that in a game like that because everyone's just hammering buttons and stuff. Right. <clears throat> I'm not so actually like played it, it yet. Where you can be a bit more methodical about it. Mm. Although that is sim- similarly button bashing at times. Yeah. I think if I had bought it, it would have just been the Mario Kart console. For yeah. Mario, actually, that, is, that was very impressive on the Wii U. Yeah. It was nice to be able to you play in and you could actually sit the other side of the room if there's too many of you. Mm. And the one person who's got a crap view of the TV can play it on the handheld. Yeah, yeah, it's just cool. Yeah, I mean, but I'm good. looking forward to it. And I'm, I'm interested to see like price point and other stuff come out over the next couple of months. 
So yeah, I think the price point of the console is going to be interesting because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Well, they should probably aim for about the 200 mark over here, which I guess is what close to 300 US dollars. I'm not sure. Yeah, right. you see, we normally get shafted Aussie in the dollars. UK though. Yeah, we do get shafted because like when I remember the Xboxes came out, it was 429.99 in dollars, and then. Four hundred and twenty-nine ninety-nine in pounds. Yeah, you're just like that's not how currency works. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even like I could probably buy it at America and import it for less. Yeah, it's mad. And especially because they weren't regional locked, it didn't make any difference. Yeah, true. Yeah, they did that with All the, the um, yeah when the original DS came out, it was a similar sort of way. We just like it's like sixty quid more expensive. Why? <laughs> it seems ridiculous. Well, it's like yeah, all I do and. Hopefully no one from Xbox is listening to this, but I, I've got a, uh, an American PayPal account set up, so I got I just switched my console to the American store and buy games 20 quid cheaper that way. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. I've got a, an American PlayStation Store account. Yeah, it just needs to be registered to an American address as far as I'm aware, so I just need to my mate's house. Yeah, I don't. I think it, mean, just... it means I get like I get so much cheaper. And what I used to do, uh, and I don't know why it sticks in my head, from the old Mighty Ducks movie. <laughs> and they used to go, they go to they go to Beverly Hills and go shopping. Yes, yeah. And just from that, I know the po- I know the area because it's nine hundred two one zero, isn't it? <laughs> it's hilarious. And I, and I know it's Rodeo Drive, <laughs> so I just make up a Rodeo Drive number, say I'm in Beverly Hills, and then just put nine hundred two one zero, and there we are. I've got an American address. <laughs> but uh, I can't do that anymore. They've kind of got modern technologies caught up. Yeah. With the old Mighty Ducks hack, as I like to call it. <laughs> I haven't seen that film in ages. I don't, actually, sorry, I've never seen the first trilogy. one. I've only ever seen the second film. They're all great films. Yeah, so you the first one's them. like 1991, I think. Like, that's an old film now. Mm. 1990 something. Yeah, it's not. I think it's 91, 93, and 95 or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, I've they're only all before 2000, I think. Yeah, they're great. Emilio Estevez in his prime doing <laughs> kids' movies. Hey, they were great movies, man. Oh, I still watch them now. They're all on Netflix, I think. Are they really? Oh, my God. Right, there we are. I'm sorted. I think, yeah, last time I watched them, I think they were on Netflix. Um, but I've got one of those Amazon Fire Sticks, so I can just watch them whenever I like. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, my PlayStation's plugged into my TV, so I'm sorted. Um, yeah, I saw all... Well, I... Where else would it be plugged into? <laughs> oh, my PlayStation's plugged into my speakers, so I can't watch anything. No, no, it was upstairs with uh, with my monitor, but it's not anymore. Oh, you mean... Oh, yeah, so you, went, you didn't have it on a tiny monitor. Yeah, yeah. I used to have it in the in the uh, spare room, but put it in the living room for the moment. So yeah, I think that's kind of all the coverage the PS4 Pro deserves, because it's not really anything special other than it plays a bit better. Than well, because the Xbox, whatever theirs is called, is modular, isn't it? So you can kind of like upgrade it or whatever and take bits out. That's what that's all rumor for the new. one. Is that the new one? The right. New. Okay. Yeah, the one that they're thinking. Apparently, I'm not. I'm not so sure on it, but they want it to be potential to upgrade so i have a feeling that they might have like they might separate the gpu somewhat and there's going to be a way to i don't know to maybe interchange certain things mm. but there's only so much they can do i mean if it's modular i don't know i don't think there's a really simple way of like attaching a gpu to your motherboard modularly well, like there's a click in click out because you've got the line of the heat sinks and all that well stuff i suppose properly, you, isn't it? You sh- it should still because all you're doing when you do it normally is you just clip in cable I'll clip it out you just remove the cable I suppose and just say this way up (laughs) yeah like this way up is probably a good shout actually (laughs) I mean I guess it's going to be easy possible but I have Mm. more of a feeling it's going to be a bit more expensive than that probably yeah there's probably more to it you probably have to they'll have two MOBOs probably one for the operating system and save data the other one for all processors and you just slide out a whole MOBO or something yeah I suppose it could be a good system though It'd be a great system. You'd never need, but their problem, if you think about it, no one's ever going to need to buy a new console, technically. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they kind of, they would just, they can, well, I say, shafted themselves out of money. They just need to upgrade the parts, I guess. Mm. But then they'll overprice them to make up for the fact they're not selling a brand new console. I mean, because they still have to make their money, don't they? I mean, speaking that's on that, you could sort of have like a cloud-based system too, like which is what we already have with saves, and then you have a separate system, obviously, with like the processing and the graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely possible. Mm. Yeah, because I was. Like, It'd be nice. I think it's a cool idea. One that I don't think we'll see for a while, though. No, probably not. There's probably more to it. Like... Full on PC specs with it. Mm. Over, well, make it priced and then just be like, well, it's that price because of look how powerful it is. Yeah, because I was quite and looking forward. Will pay to... it because they'll be like, Jesus, it's cheaper than a game. So I was looking forward to like the Steam boxes and stuff, but 
when they came out and they're all Linux, and I was just really disappointed because yeah, I was devastated. Because like, I was literally, I would literally have bought the Steam box just for Daisy. Well, it just seemed because my PC doesn't play very well. Yeah, I was so disappointed. I was, I was properly ready to get one instead of buying my current one. But I was just like, but yeah. it runs like none of the things I'd want to play. Really. I think, yeah, I think it kind of defeats the object of the Steam box. Yeah, I was just like, what's uh, the point spend... in having? Oh, all, you can play all your games on Steam, and then you go, oh wait. No, I can't. Yeah, was, I looked through my items. library and I was like, actually, very few of these I can play on Steam. Yeah, I can only play one of mine, I think. On Steam, on Linux, rather. I Probably more than yeah, one. One of mine but... was only a review copy of a terrible game we got about two years ago. <laughs> so Just not a lot of, because I play a lot of indie games, so not a lot of indie devs develop exclu- like yeah. to include Linux, because it's like more well, time that, that they... Yeah, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. Anyway. So less, uh, less reward i guess at the end of it well yeah there's just not as many there's not as that many users i think if the steam I mean, box they were boasting like a lot of titles on the steam box but the problem is none had heard of any of them yeah they had uh, a few good ones there was a few like triple well i say triple a's a few uh a few of the better steam games up there and stuff but there wasn't i don't think there's was anything like i said i wanted daisy team fortress stuff like that and you couldn't play any of that on there it just yeah it's just so disappointing just like the lack of things that you could do on it was so disappointed. It's just like you spent years developing this thing, and then for so many people just to go, fuck, it's Linux only, and like, what was the point? I guess, I guess it's sort of the old catch twenty two of both is that if you work on like a console or a PC or the Steam Box as an example for years and years, the processes and stuff get outdated every time you uh, progress in years. So. Like, if you put, you know, graphics graphics card in it from six years ago, you start building it six years ago, it's not going to be up to date. I guess it's sort of the old problem, though, as well, with long developments. Yeah, that is the problem with long development, especially on hardware. It's like, you've got to well, make the Technology it. moves so fast with hardware. Yeah, it's less of it's an like issue. three months, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's less of an issue if you work on, like, a game for ages. Like, the guys who work on... You need to remember, the... most, de- most devs... I said most devs. Most of them are not working on advanced graphics cards that aren't out. Yeah. So usually, as, as long as you buy one, I mean, there's a few times AMD will come out and be like, oh, I've got this new graphics card, everyone's using it now mm. before it comes out. But the majority of the time, their <coughs> graphics card's probably a year old. So as long as you've got one that's not too, doesn't have to be too far behind. Well, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It doesn't have to be too, too long before it's come out, and you'll still be alright for a bit, I guess. Me. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy. Like graphics cards come out so often, and they're always so expensive. It's like, who buys these for like seven hundred quid? Why? <laughs> Nothing runs on them, <laughs> and if it does, you've got it, there's no point. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I agree. I don't get it either. Um, I thought maybe we were just old, but no, I think I don't think many people get it. No, it's weird. I mean, like new developments are good. But like, it's not. It's weird developing graphics cards for things that and you can't actually just... buy to run on them. <laughs> yeah, that is. It seems like they get, they get so expensive after a while as well. They they do. It's hard work to maintain a proper gaming PC. Well, yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah, mine's mine's gone. <laughs> mine's get a new one sort too. of works. All right for like stuff. I I, I never play anything yeah. that's like requires it to be like really sharp on the wall but like most stuff I play on my PC is indie or turn based or a strategy game that's like quite low quite low, low graphics anyway yeah yeah so I've, I've never I've not come up with anything that's like just it can't physically run Although I've had a couple of things that have gone like yeah we're just not compatible and I've gone well that's shit but <laughs> nothing has gone like although to be fair with even with like turn based uh, strategies though I mean they're still like a high requirement for graphics card graphics cards. I mean, XCOM 2, I bought that, I think, at release, and it was, mm. like, pretty good performance-wise, but, I mean, it still had issues, and obviously Total War as well um, requires a 720 graphics card or whatever, so if you're running too far behind, you uh, won't be able to run it either, the, I guess, is the thing. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. I always, my graphics are, like, literally the very bottom of like my requirements when playing a game so i'll play it i'll play a, a shit looking game if it's good quite happily i they don't mean as much to me as i do to some other people who are like it's got amazing graphics i'm like yeah but is it actually fun to play good point 
That's it, yeah. It's one of those graphics is secondary. Graphics isn't the be-all and end-all of the game. Everyone kind of raves in it, but mm. if the game plays terribly, no one cares about the graphics at the end of the day. No, no. Yeah. So look at look at Destiny when that came out. It was praised so well because it looked phenomenal. <laughs> and it still scored fairly high because of how good it looked on a console. But then there was no story at all, so everyone was like, well, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Was, See, I will... I will <laughs> I will stand by Destiny. I still think it it was fine from release. There, the story no was batshit, but I think it yeah, was still the, fun. Their problem was there wasn't enough lore, and you need good lore to make a game, and they didn't tell you any. They, they, well, if you did yeah. get it, you had to get it through the mobile app, and that's a really shitty way to find out. It is a bit like they. I feel like they try to sort of do like the Dark Souls like mysterious background yeah. thing a bit too much, of like in this place you don't really yeah, know I what's going on I just think the story didn't make a lot of sense well yeah the story didn't make certain a lot of sense parts but of it, a lot... certain parts of it they needed to elaborate on and chose not to well yeah that's reason. true uh, yeah it took them a while it the story experience <laughs> yeah it took them a while before you kind of got like what's going on I still play a lot of Destiny yeah and it's I... with it being a first person shooter I can't get my hands off it really it's, it's the only one in like the past like 10 years that I've played for more than about 10 hours I think yeah, that's a pretty good going. Yeah. It's pretty good going. Um, right, should we move on anyway? Yeah. Um, do you guys want to play the dungeon? Do you have any dungeon, dungeon ideas? you got to get it right, break? Debbie. It's got to be the dungeon. Sorry. <coughs> the dungeon. Is that better? Hey, that was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So, yeah, you just want to play the dungeon. Okay. Yeah, we'll go. So, for anyone who doesn't know what the dungeon is, I guess it's that one place we get to throw something or never gets to throw something. Yeah, I got, I got all the powers. None of us, some of us or all of us absolutely hate. So me and Harrison will compete with Nevi and, well, sorry, for Nevi. So he gets to pick something and then we'll just never speak about it ever again. Yeah, they're going to produce like an apple-like crop of terrible gamingness and I get to pick it and then throw it somewhere and bury yeah, it in a Yeah, ditch. it can go onto our band list and things we, we will just never, ever discuss ever again. Yes. Which I think is good. It is. Good. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. I think I've got a winner oh. already. All right. No pressure, Harrison. Yep. Um, so the word next gen or words or the hyphenated <laughs> you... two words, whatever. Just the term next gen. Just to clarify, you're not talking about the person called Jennifer next to you. In the <laughs> no, no, not, not the next gen. <laughs> not Jennifer. Um, the next. Next generation. <laughs> I'm and not you. Star Trek either. I was just being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get there. Star Trek. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Um, Go on, continue. No, just the term itself. It's we're still at the point where everyone's like, "Oh, these, these, uh, we've got games for these next gen consoles." It's like, well, they're not next gen anymore. Yeah, that's true. They're three years old. They're fucking current gen. Yeah, yeah. And this is my favourite part of the show because I can finally rant. <laughs> Because it's like the most frustrating thing on the planet. How can something be the next generation of gaming if it is the current and the previous three years worth of gaming? That is true. I think I always prefer to it. And it should be at the point is. now where we're talking... Because we still say current gen and next gen as if we're talking PS3 and PS4. Whereas what we should be doing is current gen is PS4 and then next gen will be whatever the fuck comes out next. Yeah, I think it's hard because... we still don't even know. Games are still like developed and released on both generations at the moment still so you get stuff that's released across several things because whereas there's not been like that proper separation of like we're not no, making not, stuff especially, but then obviously games are dying down slowly on a on releasing on the older consoles yeah they are it's sort of fading out stop but production it's take a long consoles, time so i feel i just feel it should now be previous gen and current gen. oh it definitely should be yeah and just the whole and yeah, it's not just the people saying it. It's just it's the whole premise around it. It's it's never the next generation of gaming because the minute you release it, it becomes the current generation of gaming. Yeah, I, I, and it'll still be advertised, and it's just one of those little things that just really grates on me. Mm. It really gets my goat. It's such a marketing term, isn't it? You can just imagine it, it in is, like yeah, an over voice, like see it everywhere. the next generation of gaming, brought to you Which by. Which is fine, fine for pre-orders. Yeah. The minute you hit release day. It's the brand new current gen of gaming. It would be fine. <laughs> would be fine. I know it doesn't sound as good, but and again, yeah. you kind of have to define what is the next generation. You it's just the next in the fucking sequence, isn't it? It's not like some next superb experience as they proved when they released the next gen consoles. It was oh, this is kind of we preferred the old gen for a good year when them consoles came out. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Old generally. Yeah. The next generation should be reserved for special things. Yeah. <laughs> so if the Xbox releases a console that is, that has the power of a high level gaming PC at an affordable price, that is next generation gaming right there. Mm. Not an expensive console. That's only a little bit better. Yeah. It, it doesn't quite sound as good though. The, uh, the no, it doesn't. The, the... I mean, I'm sure some other PR geniuses I know, could come up with a better term. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole like generation thing. It just sounds like. To make it's a, it makes, it's a weird it makes term, gaming it? sound really old. The gaming is kind of well, it's young in young, comparison yeah. to every other creative art, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. very young. Yeah, we're still the next generation. We're still in the first generation of gaming, if anything. Well, yeah, th- um, we're, still, m- we're still playing them using controllers on a screen. I think that you can kind of go first gen was 2D, second gen is 3D, th- third gen is VR. That's yep. yeah, you, yeah, you that's probably the best that the most way of this like but all of them are still played with the game until i can play with my fucking mind <laughs> which, which i will not be happy you can, you can yeah which is, there is a nintendo console you can do that on uh, like a concept development i kind of i think you can do up down left right and jump oh yes i didn't get rid of that and you can think them and then it'll do it mm. so you can play mario on it i guess yeah which would be pretty cool i wouldn't say then what happens when you start thinking about stuff <laughs> so like Think it, okay, so left, 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 left. Oh, I'm fucking starving. <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> oh, and biscuits. then Mario comes up and he's got some cheese on toast. Or <laughs> Can you imagine Mario with cheese on toast? Uh, no. Uh, I, he one of the guys I work with is Italian <laughs> and loves his cheese on toast. And he has a moustache, so the only difference is he's not a plumber. I haven't seen... What does Mario eat? I've never seen him eat. Mushrooms. Apart from mushrooms, but... Magic mushrooms. Yeah, but what, no, I just thought then. I've never seen him eat anything kids. ever. I've even watched, remember watching the cartoon. I'm like, oh, I've yeah, never seen him eat. eat something in the. <laughs> yeah, because most most kind of cult gaming slash cartoon characters have a food, don't they? Uh, something. Sonic Sonic loves chili dogs. Yeah. I feel like Mario should have loves a pepperoni pizza. I just don't. Mm. I, just, I don't know, but I'm, I yeah. Have something. <laughs> I, I rock my world. Hey Luigi, fetch the lasagna. <laughs> But then Garfield's got lasagna, so they can't even yeah, take that. Yeah, they can't have that. You can't have that, He's mate. a cat from New York. <laughs> Garfield's just, like, stamped his trademark on lasagna. No other animated slash cartoon thing can have this. But, so that's where I am. I think the word next gen should never just never be spoken until it, until it really needs to be. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Cool. Go on then, Harrison. You got, got something? A... Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Oh, clearing his throat. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. When you get this uh, off my chest, wow, but there's one thing, right, that needs to be gotten rid of, and I'm very surprised it hasn't been destroyed yet. Origin. It is a piece of crap that doesn't work, and no one really <laughs> likes. Wait, wait. You mean, you mean like EA Origin? Origin yeah, EA. Oh, yeah. EA worded. Yeah, I can completely EA get where you're coming from. EA yeah. rated, uh, I think it was twice in a row or something, of shitty companies. Origin, once again, is freaking doesn't work, right? The other day, I was trying to get it to work. Tried every setting, compatibility online. Wouldn't work for like two weeks until I, you know, got a fix. But honestly, like, compared to Steam, it is a lot more difficult to download everything. It doesn't have a very good offline mode either. And it's just inferior to Steam, so I don't know why we haven't changed to it yet. But Origin needs to be destroyed in some way or form. <coughs> Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like EA that are trying to like ma- carve out like a piece of the PC gaming market, but then they only have oh. their own games on there, don't they? Yeah, it's only their. But they did release The Sims for free, like all The Sims Two did they? expansions and oh. stuff. It's but Origin, it's the same kind of. What's the Ubisoft one? Uh, you play. Oh my god, don't so even it's start. Their, uh, it's their. Fucking it's their multi tool for logging in in various formats, isn't it's it? It's horrible. Absolutely so, like, horrible. It's really annoying because I've got the uh, the FIFA Ultimate Team app on my phone. Mm. And I have to log in to Origin, and then I have to log into the app using my Xbox credentials. It's like, surely you only need my Xbox credentials. You don't need, like, my Origin ID. But I suppose it's to, it's the it's to stop the username double ups, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like them trying to do DRM stuff, but like, yeah, I think we're kind of past that at this stage. Yeah, I feel we are. I, I don't feel like it's fucking what like a problem Screw anymore. DRM. Yeah, I'm yeah, scared of it. Because I literally, I downloaded uh, Heroes of Might and Magic again recently uh, to play, <laughs> and then you play came up. Tried for about twenty minutes to get it to work. It crashed twice, 
And then I uninstalled Heroes of Might and Magic. It's like, it's like, it's not <laughs> worth the time or the fuck that shit. <laughs> Screw that shit. Yeah. Was... yeah. Origins that really annoying one as well. You turn off the, uh, turn the setting off to stop it auto-loading yeah. when you turn on your PC. And it just fucking ignores it. <laughs> Does it? Damn. <laughs> you load your PC up and it's like, Origin is updating. It's like, I do not give a fuck. You're not even supposed to be open, mate. I told you, do not open unless I click you. And then what do you do? Oh, I need to update. I just thought I'd tell you. <laughs> and then stop my PC. Let me do anything for about ten minutes. <laughs> what's in? Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I'm with you on that, Harrison. Man, fuck Origin. I mean, yeah. what what's pisses me off Jeez. is more is like when it gets stuck. I don't know if you've had this problem, but it's like gets stuck in this like constant updating loop, where there's actually <laughs> no way to get through it. And the only right I was doing the other day, I was on Origin, right? Wanted to uh, reset my password. I think I was. The link to reset my password wouldn't work at all. I'm double clicking the icon, right? And nothing is happening. <laughs> it's, just, oh, it's just. It's just utterly a failure. And I think I spent like six hours or seven hours trying to get it to work and it still didn't work. <laughs> oh, it was like. I was like, why the fuck don't we have one system, right? Like one um, universal like login system. Like where everything is on a central database and you can just log in with one password and one username, you know? Just be See, so that much is, simpler. Yeah, that's just Steam, pretty much, doesn't it? Like, why is that, why, who's even trying to compete with Steam? I mean, what is the point? Well, there is no point. It's like, but then, and if, there was a point was, if the point was to not compete with Steam, we would, you wouldn't get better products. Well, not, not really. Competition breeds, like, betterness. Okay, yeah, but competition in this case is bred origin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the competition at this point is it's a race between a rover metro and a pagani zonda yeah but yeah it just feels a bit petty doesn't it from ea they're like we're not going to put our games on on steam we're gonna have our own service and make it subpar is, and make you suffer through really it well. <laughs> it's like i mean the one thing for ea like ea access i think is fucking phenomenal i haven't you pay 22.99 a year and you get access to uh, currently it's like fifteen games I think yeah and and it's games like for like FIFA's just been put on there no sorry in in I think April they put FIFA on there and it's a game FIFA is still worth forty five quid yeah yeah at that point in the year and then like Battlefield you can get premium at half price through EA Access you can get uh, I think I bought Battlefield and premium if I bought it in a store like second hand copy of the game plus premium it would have been like fifty four quid. But I paid twenty two ninety nine for EA access, and that was everything. See, yeah, I suppose. You... I mean, that's a that's a deal. That like, is pretty you know, good. I, I, I... And they do previews of games, so you get free trial of any EA game. Uh, and bear in mind, they they're kind of racking up these these games uh, as a developer. You know? Yeah, yeah, they're a big Obviously, publisher. They've got their sports brand, but now it's kind of yeah, as a publisher, not developer. Sorry, but then like they've got Titanfall two. Yeah, they've got Battlefield. That's that's two thirds of the shooter market. Yeah, no, they they. If you if you say the top three are Titanfall, Battlefield, and COD. Yeah. Oh wait, don't they own Activision? <laughs> well, they're fairly. They have hands in like so many pies. It's kind of just. Yeah, no, they, they are. They are big. Some, yeah. I'll I'll give them that. I'm not not questioning their size. I'm just. Oh yeah, not questioning obviously the size of the company, but like, I think that's a tool that works really well, in comparison to where Origin is just kind of fucking pointless. Yeah, it's it feels a bit like it's kind of been forgotten about and like they just don't seem to care about like people having to put up with using it feels a bit a bit shit to be honest, i mean sorry to interrupt maybe I, I heard something as well right the other day that's even shitter about shitter about origin than what it is currently right so i heard the other day that um let's say you like don't play a game like or install it i think for three years they actually have the right to take away your game like completely so you don't even own it anymore if you don't play it like um any time during like in a three-year <coughs> period so it's like you don't even own your product anymore it's a shitty uh, service and every time people use it they roll their eyes like you know they do <laughs> that is terrible as well thank goodness that steam doesn't do that i think it is i didn't have a computer for nearly five years so i'd have had nothing in my steam library when i came back otherwise that would have been tragic. But yeah, that's rubbish. I can't believe it does that. Um, yeah, fuck that. Jesus. Yeah. So, so that's just on Origin. If you don't play your game for three years, they can take it off you. Yeah, that's what I heard. That, That's fucking bollocks. I know. 
It's under the, like terms and conditions because there was a article. Yeah, it's in that fine print that no yeah. one ever reads. Yeah, in the yeah, way that's amongst like seven pages of TNCs. Yeah, it's like page ninety-eight of their seven hundred and forty-five dossier on the terms and conditions. Mm. Yeah, I suppose the Axis is good, so that's a good thing because I quite yeah, like. Um, very good. I like GOG. Uh, I think GOG do a good service. They have like, like, like the old games, and they're doing more new stuff now. But like the whole. Their whole thing is really cool. They're the same guys who make. Um, I do also the think what's the PlayStation One, PlayStation what, Now. Sorry. Isn't PlayStation Now the the Netflix of games? Yeah, it has some good that, stuff on it. I think that's pretty cool. I've used it a couple of times for like a one-off month if something's come on it that I want to play. Um, yeah, I mean, I went through like Resistance, and it has all the Dead or Alive's on there, doesn't it? Yeah, all yeah. The PlayStation, all the old PlayStation exclusives. So like, what's the one with the guy who has electric hands? Hmm. Oh, this might be like the worst description ever, but is it infamous? Infamous, infamous yeah, that's, that's the word. it. Yes, that's that was electric that hands. Was. You were there. You, you, you knew what yeah, you meant. I got it. A, a good enough description. Electric hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that was a very good game. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, because I've, I've got um, the PS4 one sitting in my library. I keep me to play. Oh yeah, yeah infamous one? second son. I think that's uh, second son. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it might somewhere. See, that's the only reason I want a PS4. It's for those exclusives. Yeah, Ratchet like, and Clank. If they bring out a new man. Resistance, like Resistance 4, I'm going straight to the shop to get them one. Oh, Ratchet and Clank, man. So good. Ah, uh, see, I've never really got into it. More uh, of a Spyro the Dragon Man. Oh, well, I've got the Spyro collection on my PSP, the original three. I'm uh, going to play those. Yeah, I've got, them, I've got them on my PlayStation. So yeah. my, old, my old PlayStation 1 and 2. So. Oh, you see, I've, I've cleared out lots of stuff, so. Uh, to try and make space. I've had this conversation about <laughs> trying to scale down my stuff. The amount of hoarding I do. Anyway, um, before we just sort of spiral off into stuff that you probably don't care about, we'll just end the podcast. I think <laughs> we've um, come to a you natural. Need to put conclusion. something in the dungeon, Nebby. I have to pick. I have to choose one of them. Oh man, see, this is a tough one because Origin is clearly really shit. <laughs> but I do. I, I'm utterly sick of like people going the next gen, which is just factually inaccurate. I, I can't, I can't deal with factual inaccuracy, so I'm have to go with Mike. I think. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Go Good job, the, Mike. The, the next gen. I'm so uh, this is gonna be really hard, though. We're not gonna be allowed to use the words "next gen" on the podcast. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Ever. Don't worry, we can use Origin instead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Just substitute it. <laughs> this new Origin of consoles. That kind of works. Work. Not really, but. <laughs> no, no. You can also. If it's that hard, we can always throw both of them in there. Because I'd quite happily never talk about Origin ever again. <laughs> Either of them. Make a special <laughs> yeah. exemption. Stick them both in. Yeah. Mushroom together. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Both of them are in. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I, I, it's a really tough call. So, yeah, I hate them both fairly equally. We'll go with both. Go on then. Stick them both in. And we'll get a list up. Yeah. We'll at some list, point, we'll, yes. Yeah, we'll get a, a list, list going, and then at some point, the podcast can just be white noise because we've run out of <laughs> the letter. The letter U. <laughs> We're all like <laughs> trying to change Today's all Today's letter is. Oh, shit. Three. <laughs> Today's letter is E. You can no longer say that word. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. T is not <laughs> We banned off the letters of the alphabet. The letter A. What even is it? Bastards. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something profound afterwards there. No, what no, even no. is it? It's like... Well, it was more of a, a ranty statement than a... <laughs> what is A? I thought you were going to get all philosophical on this. Yeah, I'm not... Um, Drop not some a philosophical famous type. <laughs> so what? I'm not, who's that famous Greek math guy? Which which one? There are many famous <laughs> Greeks. Yeah, one of them. Anyone. <laughs> Take or something? They're all some at Elise, aren't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. Mistopheles, <laughs> Isosceles. Isosceles, that's it. All right, it's Very none of those. <laughs> just, uh, let's just stop and... <laughs> yeah, I know where this is going. fucking bored. <laughs> right, thank you for listening to the Game of Time podcast. Um, if you've stumbled across this without the website attached, you can find us at gamertime.co.uk or you can follow us at gamertimeuk. And I'm so proud of myself for saying the Twitter right. <laughs> yeah, it's about time. It's taking me. You can girls, follow us it? on Twitter at facebook.com slash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> uh, you can follow me personally at Nevada HM on Twitter, and you guys are. I am at Mike 
D underscore 89. Yeah, I'm working on a Twitter account. I'm a bit slow on that, but uh, I'm... <laughs> I'm just a bit slow on Twitter. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the website of Gamer Time as one of the uh, editors there. So just my name, uh, Harrison Ware, uh, as, and there'll be links to all my articles in there. So. <laughs> cool. 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 Well, well, we'll get you on again, Harrison, when you've got your Twitter or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll when you've got you. your Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, well, no worries. All right. Thanks Harrison again. Living in the past. <laughs> thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.